Every year, thousands of Amazon sellers attend a conference to keep up with the best practices and network. Today, we'll talk about how you should strategize your attendance and why it should still be on your radar in 2020 despite COVID-19. We'll also have a promo code for our listeners to get a discount off of a conference. My name is Stephen Pope, and I'm the My Amazon Guy podcast. All right, so I'm now joined by Travis Barrett, who is the Director of Marketing for Midwest Ecom Conference. He's joining by phone today. Hey, Travis. Hey, Stephen. How are you? Doing good. I, I can imagine right now you probably have a pretty tough job. You've got a conference coming up in the middle of July and COVID-19. How are you holding up right now? Yes, yeah, so that's a very, very good question. With COVID-19, it's kind of put a, a wrench in most things. Um, we actually just spoke to the conference venue. We're still on pace for the event to happen live in person at, at the event center in Minneapolis. Um, but in the event that it does not happen, we just took a poll in our Facebook group uh, Monday, and some people would prefer to be online if, in, instead of postponing it if the virus is still going on. So you've got a you've got a contingency plan. It sounds like, and and so if you you've got two choices, right? So you could go online, maybe use some Zoom sessions, or uh, postpone it a couple of months. So that is that basically what you're you guys are looking at? That is correct. Got yeah, it. worst case scenario, we just postpone it till I don't know of a, a time frame currently yet, but it would probably be somewhere between August and October, I would say, safely, if if it is postponed. But as of right now, we're we're going full pace to be online for July. Got it. So so the name of the conference again for my listeners, Midwest Ecom Conference, and it's scheduled for the 17th and 18th of July in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So. Uh, Travis, anything else we should mention on the COVID-19 front before we start talking about your conference? Um, Honestly speaking, I just hope people stay safe and they get healthy. That's what this time is for. Personally, I wish that they they shut down a little earlier. So it wouldn't maximize the time of being the conference being in jeopardy. But I I think full heartedly that we're going to have the conference in, in person. They're just going to be fine. I'm hoping the end of May, beginning of June. That's what I'm, I'm fingers crossed is what I'm hoping for. But I'm just hoping people get healthy and we can put the conference on. Perfect. Well, if, if any of you guys are going to attend the conference and you're kind of wondering whether the green light's still a go, uh, where can they go, Travis, to keep up to date with that information? They can go to uh, www.midwestecom.com. They can also go to our Facebook group. For the conference, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups uh, forward slash Midwest Ecom, or you can just search Midwest Ecom Conference on top of Facebook. It'll pop right up. Perfect. Okay, great. So let's let's start talking about your conference and and what you guys have done in the past and and why it's a unique conference. So so first question for you: How, how long has the Midwest Ecom Conference been around? So the Midwest Ecom Conference has been around for this will be our seventh year. Um, we're one of the first conferences in e-commerce, I would say in the United States, but in the Midwest, um, I have helped two other conferences, three, actually three other conferences get started. Since then, the other conferences have been around for five, six years. I'm kind of the mentor some people have gone to to, to learn things from. Um, our conferences got started. I went. I personally went to events in Las Vegas, I'm not gonna say the event's name, but it was really bad, so I came back and. It, to I live in Wisconsin. The conference is held in Minneapolis, like I said. Um, but I came back and I was like, I can do a decent job. 
I didn't know much about conferences, nothing like that. I, I'm just an Amazon seller. Um, but we came back. I, we can put something together. Our first year, we charged $99. We lost money. It was a two-day event with the night before meet and greet. Um, basically, that included the Wi-Fi and the food, and it was catered and everything, just like now. But it was just, it's just a stepping stone and a learning curve of what we could do with not knowing as much, but just, just, just doing it and putting it out there. We share everything on, on social media, word of mouth, alumni, returning attendees, returning sponsors. It's just, it's a very good conference to go to. I've personally been to conferences where you're, you're, you go to a conference and you don't make a certain dollar amount. So they talk to you differently. I personally been to that. I know people that have been to that also. Um, and that's not what happens at our conference. Um, people talk to people that are million dollar sellers, just like they're, they're, they're best friends by the end of the conference. Everybody networks. There's really nothing. People hide. Some people hide their brand. No, that doesn't happen at Mendoza. <laughs> so, so that that's interesting. You know, it's it's really hard to get an event or a conference off the ground. First year you lost money. Um, how has yeah. your conference grown over the years? Consistently, it's grown about fifteen. I would say fifteen to twenty percent each year in attendance, as well as most of the sponsorships that are always they're all since they found out about our event for five to seven years most of the sponsorships have been with us each year the retention sponsors is really good without the sponsors and the attendees obviously we wouldn't be able to put this event on because we, we do give back a lot we give a lot of prize drawings and things last year we gave away ipad pros and just you know, so various different prizes related to e-commerce and amazon and online selling so whenever I go to a conference, I value the networking really um, hardcore. I, I think that that's probably my favorite so, thing. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So I, I personally value the networking the most. That's probably the, the biggest reason I like doing this event because the night before is our sponsor meet and greet. So that'll be on Thursday. Um, and then our conference is Friday, Saturday. But we network. So we network Thursday night after I personally set up and the sponsor set up. We network Thursday night. We have dinner. We talk. I honestly think most people learn when, or not learn. Most people like to open up and talk a little bit more when people are drinking a little bit. It's just, sure. I, I'm from Wisconsin, <laughs> so I just, everybody drinks. But honestly speaking, most people are more open. Some people, I, I've seen it. Some people enter in the conference setting. They don't want to ask a question. They don't want to raise their hands. They don't want to be the odd person out. But that, again, that doesn't really happen at our conference either, but there's some people that still don't ask questions and they don't raise their hand or they don't contribute um, in a conference setting. That's just, that's just who they are. But it, we network each night after the event too. So Friday and Saturday night, we do go out, we have dinner. Sometimes we go to the Mall of America. Sometimes we go downtown. Wherever we have reserved, we generally go. Some people, they go in their own groups of five, six. Some people generally have at least, I would safely say, between 50 and 60 people at one venue and other people just kind of, hop around from there but the networking is the, the biggest part i i get from the event as well and and in terms of speakers um who's kind of your your spotlight this time um i just had a phone call with amazon two days ago they're going to be possibly speaking and sponsoring they're going to be doing a speaking panel again we don't know if it's going to be in, in person yet or or over the internet but they're going to be possibly coming um, we got Liz from Econ Engine. She's really good. We got Kat Simpson. She's a travelpreneur. We got Matt Lavelle from Well Insurance. He's really, really good. 
This year we got Lance Bachman from OneSEO.com. And then we got Liz Edmondson from Agility. What just went down? Seth Snipe. And then we got a couple other people that aren't listening to our event site. I got to finish updating it. Um, we got some people, like I said, people from Amazon. And we got Richard from Selgo. But then we got Casey Paris, which he does a lot with eBay. He's a big YouTuber. He does a lot of thrifting and that kind of stuff. Right, so you got a pretty diversified portfolio of speakers, so that sounds like there's going to be a lot yeah. of good topics. Um, and then we got somebody I didn't mention. We got a person that does, they do CBD, so like one of the industry leaders in yeah. CBD right now. So instead of just selling normal products, you can sell CBD or get into into that. Also, and then we have a couple of motivational speakers. I just re- got reached out to by William Hung from American Idol. Most people know him from the song, nice. She Bang, She Bang. But she, he's uh, going to be... I'm talking to him tomorrow, actually, and he's going to possibly be our motivational speaker this year. So just that, keep an eye on the website for that. That'll be a fun one. Yep, that'll be a good one. It should be updated by the end of the week if, if he's on board or not. Sure. So, and, and I, I know you're going to have a lot of different topics that are covered. Um, is there maybe a topic or two that you think outside of COVID, because uh, that's on everybody's mind, but outside of that disruption, what do you think is going to be one of the biggest talking points on people's minds attending your conference this year? Um, personally, for me, like in the conference, I would think probably the suspensions and all the changes that they're doing on the back end of Amazon, uh, whether it be Vendor Central or Seller Central. And then also a big one would be other selling on other platforms, such as like diversifying, not keeping all your eggs in one basket, but such as like Walmart, Jet.com, Magento, Shopify, your own your own website, and then multi-channel fulfillment as well. So I I do see an increase in suspensions. Um, we've and we've also seen lots of changes in the catalog, like parentages being broken by Amazon, detail yep. page changes. So I, Go ahead. I was just gonna say yeah. So I was just recently suspended for a, a IP complaint for saying I had an inauthentic product. I finally got seven seven plan of actions, and I got it reinstated. But how, how long were you down for, if I can ask? I was down for, if I had to estimate, I remember the time frame, probably two, two and a half, three months, I would say. Ouch. That's um, a long time. Yeah. Jeez. So it was basically since, like, right after Christmas, pretty much. A couple years back. I would, I've been suspended twice now, both for similar, pro- similar problems. The one problem was a merchant fulfilled item. Or I'm sorry, it was a Amazon FBA item, but they weren't sending the item fast enough, and they were sending the tracking, but they weren't putting the item. They were marking it shipped, but they weren't shipping it. So I got that one. That one was easily fixed. This recent, most recent one, I was approved to sell on the brand since 2015. I have the emails from the company. They hired a new person to do their 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 management and their brand management and all that. And this person, I knew I knew they did because this person looked at my LinkedIn page. So I could see where they worked and I could see what they did. And not even a couple of days later, I had a test buy from this customer with their name on it and company. And a couple of days later, I was suspended for selling an item that was, they, they claimed fake and I, I know it's 100% legit, but I had to fight that and prove that they were just trying to get people off the brand. So I, I did that successfully most recently. I got reinstated probably the end of March. So that, that's a really challenging 
problem to be in, and uh, it's definitely doggy dog out there in the world. Um, so, does that did that situation change any of your Amazon strategy? Just curious. Um, no. I mean, I know a couple of Amazon sellers, like Amazon lawyers. Um, I I reached out to them. They should have. Re- they said you should reach out to them earlier. I didn't. I didn't hire them at all. I basically just did book the plan of actions, and I had a couple from previously. Then I then I know people that got suspended. It didn't really change my outlook on Amazon, other than you can get suspended on Amazon. You can go to bed one night, and the next morning you could be suspended. I've I've come to realize that. Like the first time I got suspended, I was out to eat, eat with my family, and I, after I see my email on my phone, um, I couldn't eat anymore. Like it was sad, you know. They they tore it all from me, but. It's it's like your entire business in one basket, which which would make sense why you're you're pushing for the diversification outside of Amazon, um, and and we do that. Yeah, there's there's many of platforms that people can sell on these days. There's not just Amazon. Like I, I still think Amazon is really good because people go there. I personally go there to shop. I click on uh, free shipping only, so Prime Prime eligible products. Um, I we've honestly been been able to jump on other platforms like I mentioned Walmart, Jet. Magento, there's a, there's thousands of different platforms you can sell on. You can sell locally on Facebook or Craigslist. You can sell you can sell anywhere. You're not gonna get top dollar anywhere, but you can still make money reselling products online in today's in today's market. Because you gotta just gotta find the right, right platforms. When you say reselling, are you talking about arbitrage or are you talking about wholesale? Well, I'll both. You can wholesale, private label, RA, OA even. Like I can private label product. I you have more um, leverage on Amazon of your product than you do other people's products. Obviously, if you're doing RA, but you can still get your own PL product, even if you got it branded and brand registered and all that, suspended on Amazon. And you could be what you could buy fifty thousand dollars worth of product, send it to Amazon. You can be suspended still. It's it's crazy. Anything could happen. There's no doubt about it. Um, Amazon, of course, has become more of a robot. It's algorithm based, and um, yeah, it, unless you're getting past their their bot, unless you like, so your plan of action, unless it meets the, the three or five pain points, the talking points that they they reference in their email, unless you get back to them exactly what they want you to say, half the time you don't even get a real person until you do that. Your account is not even looked at and should turn back on until you until you do that. I've learned that the hard way. It's it's really difficult. Um, I I've I've dealt with suspensions on accounts too. It's probably not my favorite thing to deal with because there's such a high stakes, and one small mistake on uh, on how you respond to it could mean permanent suspension. Correct. <laughs> and so it's so just I mean I've seen I don't remember the terminology, but I've seen my account was supposed to be like a like a. I forget what it's called, like a death account where it doesn't come back from. Um, basically, you get, uh, most recently I was told you get two times, two plan of actions to send where they actually read it, the bot reads it. But then after that, they don't. So, I mean, I said that seven times and finally I just said to Amazon, I'm like, can you guys just actually look at this? And finally I got an email back like three weeks later saying that they looked at it. And then I resubmitted, they, they said, please resubmit the plan of action. They gave me, three or four or five different points to talk about in my plan of action. I did that. And then finally I was reinstated, but I sent it to them at least seven, eight times. The first, like the first two times that I got no response between three and like six or seven, they didn't respond at all. We, we've seen similar experiences on other accounts. Um, 
and the the ones that we have the most success with typically is is getting it right that first or second time and then getting back online within 48 hours they're really critical to get right so so if you're listening to this and you ever reach a, an account suspension do not go it alone would be my advice uh travis what are your thoughts go it alone or or hire an expert no i personally wouldn't go it alone i i would recommend two two different lawyers um one would be CJ from Amazon Seller Lawyer. The other would be Chris McCabe. Those are the two I would would go to. Those are the two I have personal cell phone numbers for, and I can talk to on a friendly basis. Again, most people that come to my conference, they would agree because they they've met them. They're personable people. Um, they're not biased either either way for either one of them. So I, I, those are the two I would recommend. Good, good to know. All right, so let's let's turn topics back to the conference. Um, so you started to mention some unique things about the conference and, and how you try to set it apart from other ones. Can you give some more detail on that and what can people expect if they attend your conference? So we have, you attended our conference. If you have attended in the past, thank you. First off, uh, the conference wouldn't be or is without you guys, you and the, and the sponsors that are that come and sponsor and the attendees. So uh, what makes our conference different is it's basically you pay one price. Um, our conference is set up like most events throughout the year. We have our conference turned on from right after the events, so right after July. So I'd say, I would say August time. We have it turned on from August to December is one price. December to April is one price. And then April to July. You get a discount if you come at, after the event also. Um, we do have half-up tickets right, right after the event when people buy them before they leave. So the, the main thing that sets us apart from other conferences, again, we already talked to, touched on the networking piece. It's more personal. You make friends at the event. The event comes with, it's catered. We have a light breakfast in the morning. Sometimes it's pastries. Sometimes it's donuts and muffins. Comes with water, coffee, all that good stuff, beverages in the morning. And then we have networking breaks. And then we also have fully catered lunch. And then we, again, I mentioned this before we go out, network each night afterwards. We have the prize drawings. It's a good event for all seller levels. And even if you're not a seller, it's a good event to just come. If you want to say, say you're selling on eBay right now and you want to sell on Amazon, it's a good event to get started. It's a good event if you're just a brand that is selling their own through their own website. Maybe they're selling on Shopify or even just Facebook or locally, or they have their own storefront. It's a good event to just come and network. Even like I mentioned before, we have the million dollar sellers that come to the event. Honestly, they, they come, they learn some stuff. I'm not going to say they learn a lot, but they, they learn something and they take away the friendships and the networking. The other events, I wouldn't say don't have, but it's more personable speaking. There's, anybody that's come to our event has always said good things. We've had people that have said, oh, you, you, you've made us into an Amazon seller. We couldn't, couldn't have done this without coming to this event, which, which I, I very much appreciate and value. So, and I understand you have a promo code for my listeners to, to get a discount uh, when they attend. We do. It is, uh, you save $50 if you use a My Amazon guy. Well, perfect. That's a great promo code name. So we'll repeat that. 50 bucks off uh, the conference if you attend uh, and you book it ahead of time. And that is the promo code My Amazon guy. No spaces? No spaces all nope. together. Perfect. Um, so if you want to attend the Midwest Ecom conference, uh, be sure to use that My Amazon Guy promo code, um, special for our listeners only. All right, so last question for you, Travis, uh, and and you'd mentioned this in our our, our pre-discussion. You, you you just published a book. 
so you're not only running this conference, but you've, you're up to some other stuff. Uh, let's, let's tease a little bit on that real brief. Yeah. So I'm juggling the conference during this virus. I'm, uh, still sending shipments to Amazon. Well, as of right now, we're not because of the, the outbreak most recently. But yeah, I also published a book, book through Amazon, March by Amazon, KDP. Uh, I do t-shirts and books. Um, we do, the book itself is related to anybody that plays poker. I know a couple people in this industry that play poker and they're the brand owners or their SEOs or e-commerce people. And they, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, the book itself basically just talks about where to play online poker United States. That's right now it's legal in certain spots. Um, I'm working on a sports sports betting book that should be coming out probably in the next couple of months since I have down, more downtime than normal right now. But the so, book itself is pretty good. It's you can get it. You can look at it for free on. I believe it's uh, if you just search uh, poker, the poker book 2020 or Travis Barrett poker book, it'll come up on Amazon. It's I'll put I'll put right a link on, in our description of our of our uh, podcast today so people can find it. Okay, sounds good. Uh, basically, the book itself is anywhere to play poker online. You can get it for free on Kindle. You can read the first I don't know, like 10, 15 pages for free. It's not on Audible yet, but the paperback book, I believe, is like $9.99. It's not that expensive. Well, perfect. Well, Travis, I appreciate you joining today. And uh, the Ecom uh, Midwestern Conference is definitely one that will be on my radar, and I definitely recommend it to others as well. Um, so that's coming up again in the middle of July and, uh, be sure to use that my Amazon guy promo code if you decide to register. Um, so Travis, thanks again for joining us. Thanks Steve for having me. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Uh, so I'm the founder of my Amazon guy. My name is Stephen Pope. We're a full, uh, service agency doing everything from SEO, PPC, a plus content design and more. So if any, uh, any of listeners that are coming from, um, Travis's network. Be sure to check us out at myamazonguy.com. That is the My Amazon Guy show. And my name again is Stephen Pope. We hope you enjoyed our podcast today. Feel free to subscribe and share it with two or three other people. And we appreciate uh, you guys listening. Thanks so much.